Hipster Bricks by Denver Dave. The Cost of Doing Business. The Price of Egalitarianism in the 21st Century. Or It Takes Money to Make Money. Number 59. We all three worked the graveyard shift that next night, after which we went to the diner for our usual playing of cards and sketching and scheming on to paper napkins and availing ourselves of the general camaraderie to be found among our peers who frequent nighttime eateries. Sam did not seem to mind hanging out in the same place where she worked. Didn't care where she was. And I suppose it was a pretty cool place to work, so it was not so bad. I always offered for us to go to the Londoner instead, and she always refused for some reason. <clears throat> Just less businesslike in the diner, I guess. Less stuffy. Anyway, on this particular night, let me tell you, we got some perplexed looks, which portrayed questions in the beholder's eyes, such as, why are you not incarcerated? Are dead. Can I get away with such an act of public violence, too? And I wonder if he's going to show me his bullet holes and innumerable farcical shit like that, it seemed. That shot to my left hand was interesting to behold. Indeed, it appeared to me that everything was going to eventually be just fine with it, just as the medical staff had indicated. I'd still be able to type, for example, and play my guitar and but the round had gone clean through it, and it had bled like an MF. I never actually got to meet or even hear the name of the surgeon who'd removed the slug from my left hip. Local medical corps. So we enjoyed the green tea and tomato soup and mushroom soup and the snow falling outside the big front glass of the diner. New front glass. And no shitbird darkened the door, having led the... Uh, Royal men-at-arms adversarially to me and my associates wrongfully through the snow, window and door. Not tonight. A late snow, I should say. Atmosphere in the diner did have a certain very, very cautious and subtle air about it that might be expected in the context of a political victory. And of course it was that way because, in fact, there had indeed been a political victory. <clears throat> Sometimes primary purpose of politics, which is to prevent actual knavery with knives, fails. Um, so you can have a political victory as such, although it's not the uh, A-plus goal. I say all-night diner people have more, way more in common than all-night saloon people, so there is, in fact, plenty of ambient sympathy in that room. No one, however came out and asked after exactly what had led me to my present state of wide-open beaver freedom in the same room where two nights ago there had been such a presentation um, of wide-open beaver freedom as to cause deep change in many who witnessed it. Wisely so, the lack of questions, but it probably would have been okay, and later on, after a little time passed, I did field several individual interrogatives, you know, kind of, you know, courteously one-on-one -on -one in good faith. Still, veracity is the medium of any effective blade. And it uh, probably would have been okay to whistle past the graveyard if anyone had pressed the issue, but they didn't. But the example which had been set needed no color analysis, really, I have to say. But, you know, pretty simple. Drugs are bad, and hue and cry, and stand your ground, and such. Such and hither. <clears throat> the political victory aspect of it was, 
again, not something that we had asked for or even sought or wanted, and it it was incidental. And it was one of the manifestations of the weird sea change which had come with our new relationship with the state, if you might, or so to speak. Or perhaps less conspiratorially said, me, my or our new heightened civic roles, or awareness of our uh, public obligations. We were no longer functioning based on our own free will for the sake of our own merit. As Julie Strictly had done, rather, we did it on behalf of and as guided by the conscience of the whole diner, so to speak, on behalf of the commonwealth, if you if you will. It was uh, still weird to me, and we discussed it at length, the girls and I did. Somehow, also, weirdly enough, my perennial compulsion to dust my broom and leave Denver as I had left everywhere else where I'd ever been seemed to be mitigated, if not completely vanished, possibly only temporarily, eh? as a result of the turn of events the past, you know, 48 hours. If you're caught, you're caught, you know, why struggle? And it was a comfortable trap, and we had a green light to continue living our lives and doing our business in good faith, although we were incumbent to some odd new breed of sociological leadership. Somehow, whatever happened to those old days, with just me and people like Julie and the hegemons of sex and death, and that was about it. Had the had the hegemons of sex and death upped the ante on us just because they had gotten bored with the game as it had been. My hegemons, by definition, do not do foolish, poorly thought out things. So if they did it, well, hold on to your hat. <clears throat> or if I had at least better hold on to mine, you know, or did other interloping hegemons roll in and disturb the peace by the river? That could indeed represent a deluge of entropy. Or had Julie decided to run some system tests, since none of this truly matters anyway. Or had she been, had she seen something in her enlightened state that compelled her, or does she see something in her enlightened state that compels her to engineer this situation in such a way as to have, based on her transcendent vantage, predictive, positive results? Questions. I was full of them. It's probably time for us to go get new tattoos, we decided. I decided on another face card, the hanged man. Right, why not <clears throat> go with it with some really nice motley trousers on? Except that we decided she would be the hanged woman in foxy motley trousers. Chelsea had read, Chelsea had the most attractive thing that I think I've ever seen, a little chattel ring around her anus, or I'll just say her asshole. She was her own woman, to be sure, but horny is horny, and sexy is sexy. Sam Mary had more candy striping done. This time, instead of red, it was a blue striping around one of her feet. Pretty soon, she'd be indistinguishable from actual candy. Nice tennis bracelet, she said to Red Chelsea, winking. <laughs>